Yo. Yo, what's up? How's can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Excellent. Great. All right. So, off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, I'm recording on a phone outside again today, but this time I messed with my settings that my screen's not going to turn off on me. And I opened it in the link in Safari so that it doesn't go away if I were to, say, open another tab. And I have even taken my notes and put them onto an actual piece of paper so that I don't have to even change tabs. I can bucket list of Chinese coasters right here. Perfect. You're more prepared than I am, so <laughs> I'll take a good start. We, ha- we wanted to be very prepared for this one. I think we want oh, to have yeah. a Chinese mindset going into this exactly. one. Exactly. Mind you have to do homework. <laughs> yeah. Yes, homework, yes. <laughs> Basically, like, we have a tiger mom on her tail, like, <laughs> telling us to learn more about coasters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I do have my coasters pulled up here, so... Um, so yeah. today's episode is incredible things are happening in China and that's, you know, that's a popular refrain these days, but it is nowhere more true than in the realm of amusement parks, roller coasters, rides, things of this nature. China is absolutely lapping the U S multiple times over. And you know what? They're laughing about it too. They have, they, they are building, what was it? Didn't you pull up that stat that they're like, they have like 1200 plus amusement parks and something like. I have the exact number here. Uh, Yeah, how many coasters they have under construction right now? Under construction, I'm not sure. The amount of amusement parks they have is 1,233 in the entire country. And for reference, the U.S. has like, I don't know, I think like three or 400 maybe. Okay. And that that does count like, you know, like an arcade that has like a small spinning wild mouse or something like that. Right. Yeah, and that doesn't count for the most part and then in china too they have these like garden setups mm-hmm. where they have yes. like coasters in them so it's kind of the same thing i love that, that. We have with our kids yeah i think it's a better version of it i rather yeah, like they, the garden have a coaster they're there. so they're so fucking lindy and advanced uh they yes. have the botanical every botanical gardens just also has like a suspended looping coaster which is pretty sick they're it's like amazing. Yeah, thrills yeah. and beautiful horticulture they go together perfectly you can't beat it, honestly. They're mm-hmm. the, the nation of the future. And we're oh, just, they are. Yeah. They're so, yeah, we're, huh? we're embracing the Chinese century, I guess, on this episode. And we're we saying, are. you know, like, look, they're they're beating us. That's fine. What What is it that they've got that's, like, really, really looking sick and looking like a must ride? Yeah. In order for us to compete in the Chinese century, we need to uh, up our coaster game. I think mm-hmm. that's very important. Oh, oh yeah. It's part of our infrastructure plan, more coasters. Well, it, it's a sign, like, it's a it's a surplus thing, right? Like, if times are good, you have extra steel and extra manpower and extra engineers to spend on something that's just for people's amusement. And increasingly, the U.S. is pathetically having to spend these resources on keeping our, you know, lifestyle alive, where in China, they're expanding what's possible for a day, in a day in China. It's like, they, these these in China, they build entire amusement parks in one year that open with five or six, like, big-time roller coasters. And they get that, like, you look on the date of construction, and they're all finished within, like, a, the same month in 2016. Like, it's just so right. impressive. The it's, speed and and the, how prolific they are with making new parks. Like, every exactly. major area and city has one now that's at least serviceable. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they're, like, really up to speed and up to code and stuff. It's incredible mm-hmm. how they fast they build them. How well they run, first of all. Well, most of them, mm-hmm. I think, run pretty well for the most part. The POVs I've seen, a lot of their coasters seem to go through less intricate layouts, maybe. Like, there's, they would, you know, they like like their terrain coasters and stuff like that. Okay. But one thing I have noticed is that they, especially with their wooden coasters, they love for that shit to haul through the layout. Like, they, they have so many wooden coasters where. It just like you watch the POV and you're like, I don't know. I feel like they would trim it more in America because they wouldn't want to replace the track as frequently. Like they're just balls to the wall, no trim, like letting those things ride. And I respect the hell out of it. That is, that's a fair point. I didn't uh, see that. But um, yeah, no, I mean, what we need to do is copy what they're doing on a mass scale. Yeah, they're not getting pushed yeah. around by these Swiss manufacturers. They're saying, oh, no. okay, fuck you. We're just going to steal your track design and make our own. And mm-hmm. it's like, you, okay, yeah, does this look like a, you know, like a fucking Bolliger and Mabillard dive coaster? Sure, but it's a golden horse dive coaster, like totally different. So, yeah, like, you know, they, like, 
intellectual property is a fucking soy meme and they know that and they're just like whatever we want to have good coasters here we're not paying a bajillion dollars to these nazis to do it we're going to build our own and it's based yeah you think like uh prime minister g does he care about that i don't know i mean no he doesn't like a, a, a thrill seeker to me but he seems like a man who understands that like you need the bread and the circuses, you know, like people got to be happy across the board and they're not going to question, you know, the social security score, whatever, the credit system, whatever. They're not going to question things like that if they have sick dive coasters and, and like multi loopers to go on and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like it just doesn't make any sense. I feel, I feel like, or you're, you're, it's a sign of a dying empire to not even provide that basic level of entertainment uh, to people that Six Flags, you know, builds new flat rides instead of new coasters, or that we just instead of getting a new ground-up construction. Like uh, China is is absolutely besting us, so we gotta dive into what is it that they have over there. Because yeah. like honestly, I I was expecting to do a top five, and I was like five isn't enough, so I it's pumped up to enough. a top ten. Okay, you got ten. I got five, but I have uh, RCDB pulled up. I'm gonna pull up some Chinese coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to like. Uh, counter off what you're going with. But so, you can start it off. Yeah, I feel like we should start off by talking about um, number one, anybody that's new to roller coasters is going to be like pretty impressed with uh, how different their naming conventions are and how much better their roller coasters are named than ours. Like, like Their names are incredible. Like, no like fucking lame, licensed DC, minor DC comic book character shit. Right, like, or some Marvel bullshit. Like, no, it's yeah. like Dragons soaring contently through the clouds and Dark. shit like that. Invisible <laughs> whirlwind. It's yes. like these are all display names on Twitter, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they're the best. Yeah, honestly, a Chinese there. coaster would make a pretty good uh, Twitter display name for anybody out there not sure what to call themselves. Exactly. Yeah, have at it. Um, so yeah, the other thing I wanted to mention is that as I was making my list, I noticed that there are chains of parks there, and I looked into it a little bit. So there's a lot of different Sunak lands. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I don't think I will, even if I, someone did it correctly for me. Um, so there's, I have a couple different Sunak lands just on my list. I've got Wuxi Sunak land, Guangzhou Sunak land, and Nanchang Sunak land. Mm-hmm. So they, this seems like they're six flags, but like good. Maybe it's their Cedar Fair. I'm not sure. But they're, they're is, they seem like a land holding company, and they just developed a lot of this land into theme parks. So good on them. Most of them seem to at least have one great standout extreme thrill level coaster. And so a number of them are on my list here. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Sunak Land, which does seem like going to Sunak Land seems like the going to Six Flags that China has over there. Oh, yeah. There's like a Sunak Land in every in like every Chinese region. There basically is one of at least one of these parks. And they're mostly all of their constructions are from the latter half of the last decade. So like all this shit has happened in like the last five years. A lot. I, I think on this list there is only one roller coaster that's older than the year 2010. So these are all very new constructions. Everything is new. And all these parks I'm looking at now, they're built in like 2014, 2013, Mm -hmm. 2012. Like these are very new parks. And And, yeah. Yeah. And they open with great rides, which is how you have a successful park. Exactly. Yeah. Hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I would say these parks, they lean towards more Six Flags and they're in every single region of China. Because Cedar Mm -hmm. Point's, true to itself and just like it's an ohio staple yeah the, there's yeah the cedar fair chain has a lot of parks though oh, there's like okay. like like dorney park near me in allentown pennsylvania is technically a cedar fair park but you wouldn't know it because most of the rides like are not like you know they've got a mm-hmm. couple cool ones i want to go on hydra i haven't actually been there but um i'm trying to hit dorney this summer but yeah there's like they there are chains like in china the same way that we have in america and sunak lands like there's also um I think Hot Go is another one, and uh, I don't have RCDB up in front of me, but there, there, there is, like, you'll notice as you go through. Oh, um, Oriental Heritage Park, I think, is another common name. I don't know if that's actually a chain or just, like, a naming convention they like to use. Oh, man, this looks awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got some nice... Which one are you looking here. at? Uh, Oriental Heritage. Yeah. yeah. So I think there are a number of Oriental Heritage Parks. I don't think any of those coasters made it on here, but those seem to have oh, good theming. One of them will make my list for sure. I got um, one. From this okay. park, actually, I want to pick from mine. <laughs> yeah, so, so I have six now. Okay, cool. So, yeah, while we're doing, like, extras, I guess a couple that didn't make my list, just because I know in real, like, I would not actually ride a, a ride like this. It's not my kind of thing. But um, I wanted to shout out Dino Conda at China Dinosaurs Park, I think it's called. I'm actually nice. not sure where in the country it is, but it's, like, 
you know, it's like a dinosaur Jurassic Park kind of themed park. And Dinoconda is this, it's sort of like uh, X2 at Magic Mountain. It's one of those four dimensional spinning, like you spin like around as the car moves in, into different places. It's like 200 something feet tall. It's I think the second largest of its kind. I think it is bigger than X2. Um, and it flies through this like weird plastic dinosaur jungle featuring i guess animatronics or maybe they're just like statues but it looks fucking sick i don't know if you'd be able to see any of it because you're spinning around but um definitely that one out that seems to be like one of the more extreme crazy coasters that's uh been built uh recently in china and i though i don't think i would go on it i do like the look of uh china dinosaurs park oh yeah no it's a very like well-constructed park for sure mm-hmm. yeah Maybe so i guess let's up. let I'm going to start start off my list if, as you pull up that if you want to marvel at that last one. But um, marvel at that last one. But um, the the number ten on my list, uh, which again not really my kind of thing, but this one looks pretty fucking sick, is a launch roller coaster in Sun Tzu Cultural Park, which is in Shandong. Um, this one, if I remember correctly, is a LSM launch, and I think it's something in like the. 70 80 mile per hour range like not at a crazy launch but it has like a over 150 foot top hat um goes through a couple inversions i believe um so it's like not exactly my kind of thing but it's like definitely on a bigger scale than a lot of launch coasters it's like kind of looked reminded me almost of like storm runner at hershey park or something like that okay um so that one looked pretty sick kind of at the bottom of my list because again it's not exactly like my type of ride i don't love a launch but um for some, yeah, that one looks good. Favorite. Yeah, exactly. I, look, if I was in Sun Tzu Cultural Park, I would definitely get on this thing. That's what I'm saying. Definitely. Yeah, you gotta try it at once. Um, and so then, while we're you know continuing down the bottom of my list, this one's very cool aesthetically. This is the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which is at Shanghai Disneyland, and <coughs> they're building one of these in Orlando. So I guess it won't really be a unique Chinese ride experience for much longer uh but who knows when the one in orlando will actually open right but um and you know i, I don't know when the next time i'm gonna go to disney world is i'm just as likely to go to shanghai disney world i think <laughs> yeah. um plan a trip uh, around that yeah so uh it's a motorcycle coaster you ride on it like you're riding on like a tron light cycle with like the handlebars oh, and stuff and it seems concept. entirely enclosed yeah which is pretty cool um i don't think it really does anything honestly i don't know how high up or low down it goes is probably less than 50 feet but just launch launching on like an actual motorcycle through like a very like themed indoor enclosed ride space that sounds kind of cool to me i would probably go on that yeah yeah definitely i would too like anything that's like kind of if it looks like tron i'll give it a shot yeah that's worth like giving uh a spin yeah, like, I, I I do like the idea of, like, riding one of those Tron motorcycles. Like, they made a whole movie out of, like, how cool that shit looked. Like, it's not, like, I, I've never seen Tron, but there's no way that's a good movie, the original or the or the remake. Um, yeah, no, the, but the original. the, the concept so. is cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so should I go next? Yeah, why don't, why don't you fire off one Okay, so my what was, number five. What was that number closer. six? So, you... number six. Uh, I'm going to go back to park ahead last jungle trailblazer at Oriental okay. heritage. It's yes. a beautiful wooden coaster. It's like one of the best mm-hmm. ones I've seen. I'm just looking at pictures now. Like it can compare to the better wooden coasters in America. If it was yes. right over here. Absolutely. So I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you said that was at one of the Oriental heritage parks. Yes. I think all of the Oriental heritage parks have a, a wooden coaster made by the gravity group. Uh, called Jungle Trailblazer, and they're all almost exactly the same, but um, that's also really fucking impressive, because it would be a standout wooden coaster at any park in America. Um, it has, like, I watched the POV of one of them, and again, it's the same thing I'm talking about, where their wooden coasters just fly through the layout, man. Like, they don't, there's no fucking, I, I, if they're trimming it, it doesn't seem like they're trimming it hard. Like, they, uh-huh. there's there, there are no, nothing that resembles a dead spot in these wooden coasters. They're just whipping around those turns um gravity group coasters usually have nice little airtime hills so uh-huh. um that one like all of the jungle trailblazers look fucking sick yeah and these cars that they have they look like they whip around too they're pretty like mm-hmm. not too big like they can just take a lot of uh beating basically like for the most part yeah they're and small and they can travel pretty fast and like the gravity group i think 
they, they're like kind of a younger company, I think. Um, I think they've only made something like 30 coasters total and close to half of them are in China. So okay. like that's that's a go to American based company that the Chinese will bring out to to do a great coaster there. Um, and yeah, I don't really know why they don't knock off the design, but I guess on a wooden coaster, that's not really as much of a thing. So they might as well just bring in the actual company to do it. But, um, you know, massive respect for the, the, the cost of doing that. Like probably if I had to guess, like they built them all in the same year, this great, big, fast wooden coaster across, you know, all of your parks. That's like the kind of shit Six Flags was doing in the golden era of coasters here in America in the late nineties, early aughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like they were, they're copying us, but they're doing a better job of it. Essentially. Yeah. We weren't yeah. building woodies. That's, mm -hmm. that's true. And no, not ones with airtime like that. Exactly. Um, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So number eight, I have Flash at Liwa Adventure. Um, I'm actually not sure if there are multiple Liwa Adventure parks, but Flash looks really cool to me because it is a uh, Mac Rides hyper coaster. So it is 200 feet tall, though I think the drop is a, ha a hair under 200 feet. But then it loop, it circles around and goes through what I believe is the world's largest vertical loop. And I think it's like something like 175 feet tall or something like that. So that's got to, I mean, that's worth a ride on its own is it's, it is the biggest loop-de-loop -loop in the fucking world. Like, you know, that's once upon a time that was a more sought after record in roller coasters. But I, I respect China's like uh, drive and ambition to try to hold at least some records. Um, and that's one that they do have there is the world's largest vertical loop at Flash at Liwa Adventure. I did not know that either. That's like a, a coaster fact that I just learned today. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to hold all the records eventually. But right now, I think that's the only one that's held within China. Interesting. Okay. And you're totally correct. They will own every single coaster record. By the time. Absolutely. Yeah. By the time it's all said and done. Yeah. No question. So, uh, should I go? So Yeah, go. This one, one I picked, I mean, off name alone, it's incredible. I would ride it maybe twice or three times, maybe, to be honest. So mm -hmm. here it is. It's at Happy Valley in Chaoyang, Beijing, China. Okay. It's called Golden Wings Over the Snowfields. Oh, hell yes. That's yeah. such a good Chinese name. Such a great Chinese name. What kind of coaster is this? This is a steel inverted coaster. Mm -hmm. uh, categorized as extreme on uh, RCDB. Uh, Vecomo. Vecoma, uh, yeah. Vecoma, yeah, they make them. And the length is pretty long, 2,454 feet. Pretty good length on it. For height, something like that, kind of, yeah. Yeah, height, 117.8 uh, feet. So pretty good height to it. You can only get some thrills out of it. Speed, um, 53 miles an hour. So not too fast for the most part. Um, it's not like a speed coaster or anything like that, but. So I, 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 this coaster is, I think it's this one. I could be wrong, but it's, it's at least a coaster in China. I remember this came up in coaster chat and I think it was either, uh, BHB or Andre or someone that posted this story, um, to the chat, which is that that coaster or one like it, oh, suspended looping coaster in one of the Beijing parks, the designer uh, they were like basically feuding. The park was feuding and saying it's not safe. And the designer agreed to stand under it with his family. And he said, <laughs> if it collapsed, it, then it will wipe out his entire bloodline. And I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think he like fucking died. And like, yeah. he, he, like oh he went down God. with the coaster, which is incre like, That's no, incredible. Find me a, an engineer in America who would stand for that product like that, that they would be willing to try to like that. They would risk their entire bloodline. Like, should this fail? My entire bloodline does not deserve <laughs> to go on. Yeah. I brought great stand to my family. Mm -hmm. like, yes. And look, there's a guy at the uh, Mission Bay Beach in... Um, Mm -hmm. San Diego, that guy who has the wooden coaster, the Big Dipper, you sent that mm -hmm. story to me on Twitter. Is it kind of similar to that? Yeah. Where the guy, he burned alive with his coasters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dying in the control room. Like, look, that's, you know, a captain should go down with a ship, an engineer should go down with his coaster. Oh, absolutely. It's only fitting. And So that, yeah. can, you, can you say the name of that one one more time? Because that was an awesome name. Oh, yeah. Golden Wings Over the Snowfield. Go, golden Wings Over the Snowfield. Like, literally just take notes. If you, you know, 
if somehow someone from Cedar Fair or Six Flags or, you know, any of the other fucking parks is listening, take notes on how to name a goddamn coaster. Golden Wings over the snowfield. Wow. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like a poem. It's like a name of a poem, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just beautiful to read. It's just incredibly, incredibly named. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll read my next one. And this one, I guess, is could cause some controversy because I am including it in my list of top 10 Chinese coasters. This is Wild West Mine Train at Ocean Park in Hong Kong. So Hong Kong is China, first of all. That's an yes. official uh, statement from this podcast. <laughs> yes. That is all China. They have no autonomy. That's just a city in China. And uh-huh. so at the city in China, they have a park called Ocean Park, which is built on a cliffside overlooking the bay. And if you look at pictures of this coaster, which is, again, the Wild West Mine Train, um, it doesn't really do anything too crazy. It's a normal mine train with small drops and kind of whipping turns, but it does so hanging over the edge of this cliff on the bay. And there's like, God, look, there's not really, it's so like you have, dear listener, please look up this coaster. It is gorgeous. It is worth looking at. It is so beautiful. Is this coaster of the day worthy right here? It really is. It's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous setting for a roller coaster. And I don't, I can't think of anything that quite equals that, that I know of in America or Europe or anywhere um, where you're kind of riding right over the edge of this beautiful cliff on this tropical bay. Like it just looks incredible. Oh yeah. No. And there's the, uh, there's like a city in the background too. Like it's up against the mountains. Like it's Mm -hmm. a beautifully set park. Ocean park is really nice. And yeah, you know, I I think, you know, anybody listening, if they're in their trip to China, head on down to one of China's greatest cities, which is Hong Kong (laughs) and go, you know, decked out in, in PRC gear and enjoy the roller coasters because that's, you know, that's that's China right there. Yeah, absolutely. This is Chinese excellence at its finest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's operating since 1999. So this is like the golden age in America. And also, I guess, China was starting its golden age also. Yeah, I mean, it's an, this. Yeah. it's an example of how before China started really, you know, once again, standing up for itself for a while, Hong Kong was hogging all the good coasters and the Western imperialists were trying to <laughs> limit Chinese uh, citizens abil- ability to ride sick roller coasters in great settings. And thankfully, that's largely being corrected, despite yes. the efforts of, you know, imperial meddling and and protesters and whatnot and Redditors um, and, and Reddit, Reddit and all of that trying to stop yeah. the redistribution of good coasters throughout China. Um, but it remains there today in in Hong Kong, and yeah, I, I again, I really can't think of a more picturesque roller coaster than that. It might be the most pretty setting for a coaster in the entire world. Right. Oh, I, I totally agree. And like, nice. It's like a, a nice car too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Classic mine train. Like exactly. that's fun. Yeah. You know, totally. I don't know what you're mining there, kind of like in Hong Kong, but who cares? It's, who cares? It looks like a great ride. Mm-hmm. Love a good mine train. So. Mm-hmm. And just in the nature of us like keeping pace, since I have ten and you have five, I'm just gonna go with one more. Um, go for it. The, this one is Fly Over Mediterranean um, right. at Happy Valley, Sichuan Happy Valley. Um, I don't know the actual, the name of the park was longer. I just kind of abbreviated it to Happy Valley and Sichuan. There's a lot of Happy Valleys. That one doesn't strike me as necessarily a chain. That sounds just kind of like, you know, calling a place like Playland or something is right. the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, but Fly Over Mediterranean is an Intamin Megalite, which what that basically is, is it's like Millennium Force where it's, you know, this steel coaster that doesn't invert and focuses on speed and overbank turns, but it's scaled down. So it's shorter and, and, uh, and uh, in height and in length. Um, it's about 100 feet, but it's scaled so that you still take those turns with like a similar level of force. And a lot of the turns are very low to the ground. So um, it just looks pretty cool. It's like a fairly unique kind of coaster that they were building some of in the late aughts but i don't think any similar things exist in the united states so um i like the mega the intamin megalite i think it's a cool design and uh that looks like the best one and it's in china of course so that's fly over mediterranean at sichuan happy valley fly over mediterranean yeah i'm looking at the pictures now uh, for a coast with no inversions it looks very fun uh speed is good too on it for sure yeah, I mean, yeah. Go- going 60 miles per hour or so, like, you know, that might not be much heading up a hill, going straight or something. But when you're in an overbank turn low to the ground, I think that's going to feel a lot faster, would be my guess. Right. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you probably guessed correctly. So <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that. So what, right. do you, what do you got next? I got next. So I got, well, this is a very interesting one. 
So this is called Flight of the Himalayan Eagle Music. Mm, I'll say yes. that one more time. Flight of the Himalayan Eagle Music. Again, at a happy valley in uh, Zhaojiang, Beijing, China. Okay. It is a steel sit-down coaster. So those are always solid and a good time. Mm-hmm. It's also categorized in the, as an extreme coaster. And there's also a water element to it. So as you're traveling through the coaster, they spray you with water as you're going 60 mm. miles an hour. So, Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> that might hurt, but that honestly sounds pretty refreshing, pretty nice. Oh, yeah. During the summertime, like, I can't yeah. anything better than that. Yeah, and I, I don't know Chinese conventions about keeping parks open during the winter or whatever, but, uh, you know, like, I could believe that they would have a park that's as nice as that one or any of these others and only open in a couple months a year, even depending on the climate. Like, they're just, like, you know, they have, they got their money real good right now. They could have a park oh, that yeah. they operate a part of the year. Yeah, no, money's straight over there in China. They can do mm-hmm. whatever they want, and they can uh, ball out on things and certain elements of their coasters, like mm-hmm. water guns and stuff. So th- this is a, like, does it have a splashdown? Like, is there a section where you're, like, floating in the water? Or is it just, like, you're getting sprayed with water? You're getting sprayed with water, I think. Okay. That's, yeah. that's kind of a unique take. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm going to pull the pictures one more time. And for the listener at home, check out these pictures. They're very cool looking. Uh, especially this coaster here. Is this one of those that, like, goes through, like, a kind of enclosed area or something like that? No, it's outdoor. Uh, it's okay. an outdoor coaster, yeah. Yeah, so the water here, so you're traveling through basically a pool, but the coaster's not in the water, obviously. It's like in the tracks are lying alongside, and the water as you're going down is getting sprayed out of the pool onto you. Okay. That makes any sense. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. It's kind of, it's kind of like a take on the splashdown. I wonder if there's like, that would strike me as like something that could damage like the mechanics of a ride is like spraying water on it, but I'm oh, sure yeah. the I'm sure the smart engineers over there in China have it all figured out. Yeah, I feel like the maintenance on this must be crazy, like just like mm-hmm. upkeep and everything. Yeah, like there must be rust if you're just spraying every car with water every single ride. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you're just but rusting up your cars. You can guarantee that in China they would not do the soy American thing of like, oh, the water feature isn't functional right now because they can't afford to like keep replacing parts from it. They'll just keep that shit running, and whatever the costs are, the costs are. It's about making people you know, have a place to be entertained. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the cost is. You it know, the, no. the government can step in and, and fund, like, the water feature on the water coaster. Mm-hmm. And then just do whatever they want. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so that brings me to my number five, which uh, is Falcon at Wuxi Sunak Land. So this okay. one's called Falcon. Kind of a more normal name to an American uh, coaster enthusiast. That sounds like something we might name a coaster here. It's a, I believe this is the BNM, the huge BNM wing coaster. I think it's the largest in the world. It's almost 200 Whoa. feet tall. Yeah, um, the cars on this is crazy looking. The way yeah. It's up. yeah. The, the BNM wing coasters usually have nice designs and whatever, but they're usually kept around 150 feet. This one t- ups the ante and brings it up near 200 and it also has like a fly through through these fake mountains and it just like and it like come it like peeks out over this like fake lagoon and everything like the theming on this is crazy it's the biggest coaster of its kind and the complaint that people usually have about the B&M wing coasters is that they're kind of slow and more graceful and while this might be true for this too i kind of feel like at 200 feet it's still going to be pretty fast oh my god yeah just the amount of velocity on it like mm-hmm. yeah so uh-huh. that one is a definite ride for me. That that's like oh, there's getting, zero like, G roll in it. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, um, it it looks like I would have to watch the POV again. But honestly, it does kind of look like it's more aggressive than a lot of the American wing coasters, which again are like usually supposed to be kind of scenic and graceful. Like Gatekeeper at Cedar Point was fun, but it was more about like what the view you could get from the ride was and like passing over the front gate than it was any sort of like you know extreme positive forces or like you know inversions where you're like what the hell just happened um it's a much more graceful ride this probably also a bit graceful just because of the basic design but it does seem to again like up the ante make it a little more intense a little more extreme so and you know you can't ride a b&m wing coaster that's any bigger than that currently it's uh i think 196 feet so that that's a monster almost a wing hyper yeah these things are massive and the terrain for this coaster is really cool, too. You go through a cave, mm-hmm. which is interesting. 
So you're gonna have like an element of where it's like really dark and you go out and it's light, which kind of scares the rider. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it looks like a terrifying ride in the best way possible. Yeah, because I mean, you do feel like insecure out on the wing on one of those coasters. I will say, like it, it's, it's kind of like the flying coaster where you're like the scariest part is just when the floor drops out of the station and you're leaving. You're like, oh man, I'm really just kind of sitting out here. Right. But, um, you know, as you go through the ride, like nothing is going to be kind of like a freakier sensation than like dangling over nothing as you're going up the lift hill or whatever. So, um, you know, this one definitely like, you know, I don't see anybody. I don't see any American park spending the kind of money that they clearly spent at Wuchi Sunak land to make something like Falcon possible. Like it, it just puts all other coasters in the, in that model to shame. There's nothing on that level. Oh yeah. No, not even close for sure. Uh, should I go? Yeah. Give us another one. All right. So my next coaster is the parrot coaster. And, oh yes. Yeah, you know this one already. I almost put Parrot Coaster on my list too. It's it it's also a BNF this last one. It's smaller, but I love that train design. Oh yeah, no. Name alone's great. Mm-hmm. Um the maker, bowler and what Bolliger and Mabillard, yeah. Mabillard, yeah. They're pretty good they're pretty solid coaster makers. I would trust oh, yeah, them. Definitely. Yeah. And it's been operating since twenty fourteen. Relatively new ride mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh height on it is 164 feet so not too high at least compared to the other coasters that we've already mentioned mm-hmm. uh what else yeah it, it, it's smaller than most wing coasters but i think i just give it point, so many points for like everything in america's got to be so fierce and intense they're like no like the big scary ride can be called the parrot coaster and it can inspire joy and delight and you know what there's nothing wrong with that absolutely uh yeah no i love the parrot element to it cool looking <laughs> seats yeah this yeah one, yeah it lists on RCDB like elements parrot. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it is an element un, unto itself. It's just like you you get to experience the flight of a parrot, which is less extreme than something like a falcon. But like, who's to say it's not fun? Mm-hmm. And it has a nice horseshoe to it, which I mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I like a good horseshoe on a coaster. And what else? It has a zero G roll, a dive loop, an okay. inline twist. Okay. Yeah. Decent decent little set of inversions for a pirate there. Mm-hmm. And the former name of it was Flying Over the Rainforest. With okay. Pretty great name also. So yeah. They, they nailed it with two names for this one. Yeah, I guess they, they just they shortened it to Parrot. Uh-huh. Conveys kind of the same thing before yeah. it was kind of implied that you're a pirate flying over the rainforest and everybody probably just called it the Parrot Coaster anyway. Right. No, exactly. And I'm just looking at one of the pictures now of the seats. Like, basically, you're sitting in a parrot. The parrot is basically hugging you as you're sitting down, yep. which is pretty sick. So and that's that's what we all want is some companionship with animals. Oh, and, absolutely, you know, especially a parrot too. Like imagine, simulate that. Yes, yeah, simulate- as if a parrot is carrying you. Yeah, as it's flying and twisting through midair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, great. That sounds like a good one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, the, I I do like I did look at, at a lot of these obviously this morning to try to make this list, um, and I remember coming across that one just be, like having to click it just that name Parrot Coaster. I'm like, what's going on? If like something called like the Parrot Coaster in America would probably drop you about ten feet. So to name like a you know your extreme wing coaster in the park Parrot Coaster, major props. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go to this one is probably going to make very clear the shift in geopolitics that has occurred over the last 30 years where China has become number one and U.S. number two, which is, you might remember at uh, Universal Orlando, a coaster called Dueling Dragons, which was two uh, inverted coasters that intertwined and were themed to like these, one was an ice dragon, one was a fire dragon. Well, Dueling Dragons is gone and replaced by the Hagrid ride at Universal. But there is a Dueling Dragons in China, which is actually bigger and more intense than the original Dueling Dragons in um, Universal Orlando. It is, I don't have the stats in front of me, but when I was looking at it, I was like, this thing's a monster. It looks like the loop it has could be the biggest loop. And the coolest thing about it is one coaster goes, uh, so one is a sit, part of it is, I believe, a sit down coaster. The other half, the other dragon is an inverted coaster. And at one point, they basically meet to go through this loop together where you're dangling over the people who are sitting, or I could have that backwards and you're dangling and they're upside down above you. I'm not really sure. I'd have to look at the pictures again. I don't want to like fuck up the recording by looking at them, but dueling dragons at Guangzhou Sunak land. There is a dueling dragons out there. It's, I think the biggest dueling coaster in the world now. Um, Interesting. And okay. It, a very, it, it, it didn't yeah. do the, uh, 
red and blue thing that the dueling dragons in Orlando did. It is green and orange, but they look very nice together. Um, it's a, it's a very cool looking coaster. Um, and I believe it's made by Intamin. So I guess that Intamin B&M rivalry, Intamin figured, okay, fuck you. We'll make the new dueling dragons, um, <laughs> in China. And so, yeah, Guangzhou, Sunak land, uh, actually the next three on my list are all from a Sunak land. So interesting. Um, yeah. My next one's from like, Sunak land also. Actually, okay. Yeah. What do you, what do you have next? So I just picked this one off of, actually it's not a Sunak land, my bad, is a Lotus World. Okay. Cool name yeah. also. Cool name for a park. Uh, the next, next coaster is Invisible Whirlwind. Okay. Yeah, it has spinning cars, which I know a lot of people in coaster chat like. Some people like spinning as they ride a coaster. Okay. Um, I would definitely give it a shot. I mean, it has a Heartline roll to it, which I do like. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. Did you, yeah, you either posted this or I saw this somehow looking at it. It's Yeah, it's a it's like a spinning coaster where you're facing the other side, right? Like yes. there are two people and it's like spinning about the center facing uh-huh. inward. And it yeah. has three like spirals to it. Mm-hmm. kind of cool so you're spinning around you go around a spiral at uh let me see as i just give you give you the speed at all but mm-hmm. you're traveling pretty fast and it has an inversion too which is interesting yeah the the, the hard line yeah. roll on a spinning coaster is pretty crazy um it's nuts yeah it looks like it's i think i remember looking at this one it's one of those like golden horse or like one of the chinese companies and it looks to be like I guess you could say it's knocking off the like Gerstlauer spinning coaster design that you like every Six Flags has one of these. They're usually called Pandemonium. And it's like, you know, a less extreme version of this that definitely does not have a heartline roll. So a heartline roll while spinning does actually sound pretty cool, even if that might make me yak. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just terrify you. Even yeah. Before. End up in Chinese prison because I can't hold it together at uh, what was the park? Lotus World. Lotus World, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Lose your shit at Lotus World, you get locked arrested up. at Lotus World for vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> for vomiting, yeah. Bringing great shame to the park. Uh huh. Yeah, making it dirtier. Resisting the revolutionary beautification of the nation of China. Yeah, that's very <laughs> important. You cannot uh, go against that. I don't want to. So no. I actually think yeah. I might not ride this because I would not want to bring mm-hmm. any shame to China or cause any yeah. problems for them. I love coasters so much. I would probably renounce my U.S. citizenship just to go to China (laughs) (laughs) and ride coasters. Especially for for the ones at the top of this list. Under my head. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many to count. And oh yeah, yeah. So these these next two for me actually come from the same park, and I would say safely in looking through China, uh, this park Nanchang Sunak Land looks like the best park in China, and because it has a legitimate one-two punch, which for all the credit I'm going to give China, they usually will build one crazy extreme coaster, one kind of like smaller installation that could still count as an extreme coaster, and then like a lot of family rides. Nanjiang Sunak Land is like a real Chinese thrill park and has two legitimate coasters that at any park in America would like borderline steal the show. And the first of these is called Coaster Through the Clouds. Oh, you almost picked this one. That was so what I was thinking of, yeah. Coaster Through the Clouds is the tallest roller coaster in China. At 255 feet, I think it is, um, which for reference would the make height? it taller oh, than... 242 feet. 242 feet. Yes. So it's it's taller than something like uh, Nitro at Six Flags Great Adventure and stands... Uh, it's made by Intamin, so a similar coaster would be something like Millennium Force at Cedar Point, but it's like 60 feet shorter than that. It's not quite on that level. And if you watch the POV, it's a little different. It... Um, doesn't really emphasize the overbank turns in the same way. It's more about like, it's really all about that first drop. But the way it does it is it does it honestly the way I build a lot of my coasters in Planet Coaster. It drops you down a little bit, kind of like a wooden coaster would. You uh, do like a, a slightly banked turn and then then the drop. So it almost builds a little extra suspense for it. Um, but it looks like a great hyper coaster. Like it does what a good one should. There seems to be some airtime. Um, you go very fast. You drop from a b- big height. There's not really anything quite, um, quite like that. That's like the best thing about a roller coaster to me is like a nice steep drop uh, uh-huh. and getting some good airtime. So, oh for sure, yeah. Uh, the vertical angle, seventy-eight degrees on it, which is yeah. So very that's impressive. basically yeah. That like uh, I think Millennium Force is eighty. So it is kind of like a mini version of Millennium Force in some ways, I guess. But it's a newer Intamin construction. They seem to have like fixed some of the notable problems they had in the past, which was that like I don't know, like more technical things like 
they designed restraints that took longer to unload and whatever. And honestly, load and unload times in China are probably not a problem because their obesity problem is not nearly as bad as ours. Though I understand <laughs> yeah. they do have one these days, but like, right. probably a lot less telling a really fat guy that he can't ride the coaster in China in general. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, my guess is that it's a, it's certainly a more efficient coaster than Millennium Force, but it's, um, you know, it's kind of comparable to like a lot. Like it's like the same size as like uh, Goliath at Magic Mountain or something like that. Okay, so that's like a good comparison to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and it's over five thousand feet in length, so that's mm-hmm. incredible in itself. Like five thousand yeah, feet of steel built. It's a legitimate big boy. Like it, oh, it's yeah. a you know there are a lot of parks around the world that would salivate at having an installation as big, expensive, and fun as something like Coaster Through the Clouds. Oh yeah, the pictures don't do it justice, in my opinion, how big it is. Um, the pictures look great, but. Yeah, watch yeah. the POV on that one. That's a definite one that's like a fun okay. POV to watch. The main one that I found on YouTube uh, features a woman who's on the ride and is clearly very scared and wants to get off and is screaming bloody murder. And honestly, a lot of people <laughs> complain about that when they watch YouTube POV, but I think that's kind of fun to have yeah. someone on there who's legitimately scared. Um, For sure, yeah. Because you can't feel like feel the forces. You can't feel the real like fear of being up there. So you got to have like some sounds to help you out with that. And I think... Uh, Shouts to that Chinese lady who was way too scared and her boyfriend brought her on coaster through the clouds. That's a good boyfriend right there. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would do the same for her. Get you one of those. Yeah. Get you one of those <laughs> at the park. Yeah. Your girl's just riding coasters. She's just busy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it the guy who loves riding coaster through the clouds? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So I actually remembered uh, the one from. Nanchang Sunak land that I wanted okay. to mention. It is uh-huh. Python in the Bamboo Forest. Let's go. Python and Bamboo Forest. Yeah, fucking yeah. There we got Revan engines over here for that one. Yeah, they have to that is, for that. That is next on my list as well, brother. Python no and way. Bamboo Forest. Let's just, let's just let's talk some Python and Bamboo Forest. Did you watch the POV for that one? I did not. I'll pull it oh, up after. You, you, Listeners that's, at that's home, a must pull watch. the POV for this one. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, obviously, yeah, the name on that is sick and it lives up to its name. I thought, okay, maybe that's just the name. You watch the POV, you are absolutely snaking through like a python in the bamboo forest. There's a, they, I don't know if that bamboo forest was already there or if they assembled it for the ride. It kind of looks like the ladder, which is sick. So yeah. you, you go through this bamboo forest that they just created so that you could be on a very well-themed ride. And they themed it, you know, to nature, with nature. That's, that's like top marks for me. I love that shit. Oh, absolutely. Just they, they killed it with the name. They killed mm-hmm. it with the cars, how they look. And how they, you enter the ride, too. It's a big snake head. Yep. Yeah. I love that, looks, too. I love the aesthetics to the coaster. Looks incredible. And mm-hmm. uh, if you watch the POV, what you will see is, like I said about these other wooden coasters in China, is that this motherfucker hauls. It just, like hauls through its layout and it, you can tell that if you're on this ride you're kind of like sliding back and forth there's lateral forces there's positive g forces there's plenty of airtime. like <laughs> this is a a coaster that would like a wooden coaster that if you put it like a mid-sized american park would be like it would have you know reddit thuzies traveling across the country for it it is yeah. that good it would be among the best wooden coasters in america it is among the best wooden coasters in the world though it is not my number one wooden coaster or coaster period in china but it's still a flagship coaster Mm-hmm. You build a park around this coaster, people will come to it miles away. Absolutely. You make if you build it, they will it. come. Yes. yes. And China just has these by endlessly, basically. It's, it, yeah. it's, a, it's incredible. It, it is the American nice. dream as a yeah. roller coaster built in China. It is like, it is a, a beautiful work of art. And yeah. yeah, using nature to its advantage, even if they had to create that nature out of thin air and it wasn't really there because this is like an old industrial park or whatever, doesn't matter you can tell when you watch the POV that you would literally feel like a Python in a bamboo forest. And what can a coaster give you beyond delivering on what it promises? Oh, I'm just going to POV now. It is terrifying. <laughs> you're, you're just hauling ass in this thing. It's in the airtime. Yeah. And how smooth <laughs> it is too. You're hauling ass. The airtime on it is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And the turns too. You're just whipping around these turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, they don't do that shit of like you go up to turn like a lot of American wooden coasters do. So you take the turn at a lower speed, a lower bank. Like this is built like a steel coaster is built where you take these turns at full speed and you're meant to feel like a jolt of force as you do that. But mm-hmm. 
man, I, yeah, I just, I wish I could ride this fucking thing. I mean, maybe, maybe China will hook us up now that we've, we're the only coaster enthusiasts anywhere in the world in America who are pro China, uh, to my knowledge, but it seems like oh, a very anti-China community. And we are trying to change that because yeah. look at what they got here. Look, look yeah, and Python and bamboo forest. One coaster at a time, people. This is how mm-hmm. we build diplomatic relationships with China and make sure that we're pro-Chinese, we are mm-hmm. pro-Chinese century, and we're mm-hmm. pro-coaster revolution, basically. Yeah. It's the coaster revolution happening in China. It, it is. It is. Like, it, you know, the Great Leap Forward failed because they didn't build roller coasters, and they're doing that now, and it's going to result in huge success for their country, undeniably. Oh, definitely. It would make John C. Allen proud. This coaster. It really, I think, I, I honestly think. If he went to China, he saw it, he'd be like, oh my goodness, you guys perfected mm-hmm. what I made. Because he's, he's yeah. an old enough guy, you know, as a guy who like died in the 1970s, where I yes. think he's, he's maybe even so old that it would be hard for him to understand why China is bad when it's all the way over there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, that kind of old style American isolationism. So that's what uh-huh. I, that's what I like to project onto John C. Allen. I, I like to think that he would not have a problem with our China pilled takes on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so uh-huh. was Python and Bamboo Forest your number one? It was not. I'm going okay, to see so what, what else I have. Okay. While you look for your number one, shall I give my number one? Yes, please give your number one. Okay. So number one, how I just gushed over this coaster that I've watched a POV of, like realistically, like six or seven times. But the one, the only thing I've seen in China or anywhere else that genuinely looks like a wooden coaster that whips even more than Python and Bamboo Forest. And I believe um, there are people out there that have calculated the, uh, what do you call it? The, the pacing where like the feet it covers per second throughout its layout. And I think Wood Coaster might, I am could be wrong. I think it is like the best paced wooden coaster in the world. Um, so Wood Coaster is at Night Valley in Shenzhen, China. It's just called Wood Coaster. Doesn't have cool branding like Python and Bamboo Forest, but it does have a, a very similar look to it, which is it's, this, um, I guess you could call it like a double out and back twister if you wanted to be technical, but I could be wrong about that. It kind of goes up and down a mountain um, through this, uh, Shenzhen is in southern China, so through this fairly tropical forest. Um, and again, like, again, I can't really do it justice. Wood coaster POV uh, at Night Valley in Shenzhen. You got to watch it to really understand what I'm talking about. But airtime out the fucking wazoo. Um, you know, this thing is taking a lot of its turns low to the ground it somehow goes up and down a mountain without losing its speed at any point it's a marvel of engineering i feel comfortable saying wood coaster looks legitimately like i I, the only wooden coaster in the world that i like have more of a like aching desire to ride than this is the beast i've never been on the beast at king's island i would like to go to king's island and ride the beast but like wood coaster is right up there with the beast and it's similar in that it's not quite as long or quite as weird and quirky but it is like if the beast was competent, if the beast knew how to maximize airtime and maximize pacing. Yeah, so, just the pictures of it on uh, RCDB are incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just set in a forest. It just, it's in the middle of a forest. There's yeah, no park literally. there. Night, Night Valley is not a, an amusement park. They just built a huge, possibly the best wooden co- roller coaster in the world in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and I, I don't know how you get there and how you ride it. Presumably, it kind of looks like this is just like some sort of nature preserve and they just have the world's best Woody sitting in the middle of it. Yeah. They just, the park is built around this coaster right here. Or this, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The coaster is the park. The There's coaster no other is coaster the park. Listed, exactly. listed there on our CDB. So yeah. I don't know much about Night Valley. If any of our listeners have ever been to China and ever been blessed with going to Night, Night Valley in Shenzhen, China, let us know if there are other rides there. But it kind of looks like it's just like nature trails. And then again, like possibly what looks to me to be like on the merits the world's best wooden roller coaster. Oh, no, just you're called right. Wood Coaster. No, you're right. It's just a normal park and they have a coaster there. I was just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking at it now. So fucking blessed. It's like, how could you deny the Chinese century when something like that exists? That they can just like, it's like, yeah, you want to go on a hike and just like mid hike, you're like, I want to sit for a second. Do you want to do so sitting on the world's best wooden roller coaster? Okay. Yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds like a good afternoon. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this would never even happen in America, sadly. Do you think that we would build a beautiful wooden coaster at, like, a nice park that we have? Like, a Griffith Park or Central Park? No. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Like We don't have that happen. kind of ambition anymore. We don't, they don't. We don't feel... The American government and American enterprise does not feel that the American people deserve something like wood coaster in America anymore. We would never do that. You know, John C. Allen has been dead for, like, 50 years. We're not getting another one. 
So uh -huh. if you want to ride the best of the best, newest wooden roller coasters, you got to go to China. That's where they're building them. So yeah. at some point in my life, I would love to be able to go to Night Valley, take a nice little stroll through that nice little tropical wood, maybe spot a few kind of colorful birds, something of that level, uh -huh. and then, you know, hop on wood coaster and have a fucking thrilling time. The time of your life. It's like a mm -hmm. pilgrimage almost for any it coaster autists out there. It's you just, make it to it's China, just standing make there. Make it to wood coaster. It is it's just waiting there, yeah. waiting for you to ride it. Uh -huh. All you have to do is somehow get yourself to China now, which I don't know what the regulations on such a thing would be like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they really want Americans coming right now, especially right. not to just like marvel at their better roller coasters. But hey, look, man, it's going to yeah. be tough to stop me. Extend the olive branch, if you will. Say we're mm -hmm. here for coasters. We don't nothing else. We just want to enjoy your coasters and your culture. Yep. Yeah. We know it's your century. We want to live in it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're here to experience it all with you. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. This is a beautiful coaster. I'm just lost in the pictures of it right now. Yeah, yeah. Wood Wood Coaster is incredible. They're really, like Python and Bamboo Forest has the name, but Wood Coaster is basically just like a better version of Python and Bamboo Forest. I think that's Forest. a cooler name too. It's it. just Wood Coaster. There's not. There's nothing more you need. It's like that's what it is. It's and what it, you is. Know, it, it, it is truly they built a ride that actually speaks for itself. It does. It is incredible looking. Yeah. So that 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 it honestly is probably. Like, honestly, without question, that is like the number one roller coaster I would like to ride that is currently difficult to ride. You know, like uh -huh. one that like I don't think I'm going to have the chance to anytime soon, but I would definitely if I were in southern China, I would be thinking about it. I would have that itch. I would be like, yo, I know we're here for whatever fucking reason I'm in southern China. But like, what about wood coaster, though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely. Like, it's definitely on your to-do list when you're in China. Is to oh, yeah. Coaster up. It has a three-star Michelin rating as a coaster in my book. It's like, worth, if you're in China, it is worth going to Night Valley to ride Wood Coaster, based on just watching that POV like ten times. Mm-hmm. All right, so for What's my your number one? Coaster, my number one, I'm going with, basically, this is like a, we're going yin and yang, if you will. Okay. We just listed the best wooden coaster in the world. Okay. Now, in my opinion, this might be the best steel coaster in China. Okay. In my opinion, at least. As a mm -hmm. Nanchang Sunak land and Nanchang, okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, Jiangxi, China. In Jiangxi, yeah. Jiangxi, China. It is called Soaring Dragon and Dancing Phoenix. Okay. And yeah. what's, what's, what's good with Soaring Dragon and Dancing Phoenix? All right. So it is an inverted coaster. Uh, has a cobra roll to it, which is okay. pretty sick. Uh, basically, the design of it is basically like a dragon and phoenix are fighting each other. Is it a dueling That's coaster, it. or is it just like one one track? It's one track. Okay, but, but I still feel get like the, it, it still conveys a battle somehow. Still conveys a battle, and let me see. Yeah, you're sitting down. Your feet are dangling the entire time. Okay. And I'm trying to get more info on it right now. Uh, there's an interlock corkscrew to it, which is okay, a nice yeah, touch to it. Yeah, that's cool. So you mm -hmm. like, even if you're not dueling, you're going over parts of the track you've already gone over. Like you're like, it's like twisting within itself. It's twisting within itself exactly. That's very nice design. Yeah. So who's that's the very... manufacturer on this coaster? Is this a Chinese built one, or is this like they had a European or American? Oh no, it's a this. Chinese coaster. It's Beijing. Shibli Blau. Oh, Beijing Shibao Shibiao Lai. Shibao Lai. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I cannot they're they're all over the place. They have. I think if you like click on them in RCDB, they've built like over 150 coasters. Uh, I'm pretty sure mostly in China, maybe a couple in Southeast Asia. Uh -huh. uh, but they, uh, they're you know they're they're making like they're the re they are the reason and the Chinese will is the reason that there is like a suspended coaster at every single suspended inverted style coaster at every single park in China, basically. Oh yeah. No, like they, it, there's just one of those everywhere. This company makes great shuttle coasters too. So I'm looking yes. at a shuttle one, like a shuttle loop one. It's called Fang Shen coaster. Okay. Yeah. Um, pretty nice design to it. Um, good duration, basically like a minute 40. So you get some good thrills okay. out of For it. A shuttle yeah, coaster, that's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and no, it's a nice uh, shuttle coaster. Let me pull up another one. Um, I don't know if it's them that made it or if it's the Golden Horse Company, which I also love that name. But there's yeah. uh, one at a place called Hot Go Sea, like 
hot, go, see, all like kind of English words, I guess. Um, and it's inside and it's a, it's like a boomerang. Like it does the normal boomerang thing where it like sends you into a cobra, a loop and then a cobra roll. And then you do it again in reverse. Uh-huh. Um, but it wraps around a pedestrian walkway in the vertical loop. So no you way. could like, you could stand like five feet away from where this coaster goes by. Like you could, I don't know, like you could spit on someone who's on the coaster pretty <laughs> easily, but no one in China would do that by the way. Yeah. Like, I they're better yeah. behaved than us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You set that at like Cedar point or something. People might. Oh yeah. Like, I yeah. Mean, did you hear about the hot sauce incident at Cedar point? No. Tell me about that. So at, on steel vengeance, uh, a train, there's like a part where the train does some minor airtime Hills before it comes back to the station that you can see from the queue. And, um, some 13 year old kid threw a packet of hot sauce into the train, but it's like traveling through there, like still at like 50 miles per hour. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. it exploded and sent like 10 people to the hospital with like, uh, like eye damage and shit. And he, uh, yeah. was prosecuted as a minor. So, you know, we don't name, know the name of the little rat fuck who was misbehaving at Cedar point, <laughs> but rest assured, this sounds like the work of cyclone Dave Loach. Oh yeah. There's a cyclone Dave Loach incident for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He basically set this kid up, I would say. Yeah, I think he gave him the hot sauce and told him what to do. And the kid yeah. was like a patsy and didn't realize the mm-hmm. harm he was doing. I, I think the kid is mostly innocent. He was in that, that kid's he, ear saying, like, oh, you're going to be famous for doing this. Yes. Like infamous like I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was promising him, like, TikTok followers and shit. And, you know, that's, that's classic Dave Loach grooming predatory behavior that he does at the park. Yeah. So, you know, we're we can't, anti-grooming. can't have that. We're anti-grooming on this podcast. Okay. I understand that Cyclone yes. Dave Loach is is banned from Cedar Point and thus will not be stopping there on his way to Chicago through Ohio. Um, he will yeah. not be stopping at Cedar Point because he is banned uh, from entering. Yeah, the people of Sandusky, Ohio are better off for not having Dave Loach there. Much, much. Much better, yes. The town is better off. The people As a whole, town, absolutely. Yes, in Northern Ohio. Yeah, and not Sandusky is a... Either is a real nice place with no problems either. So yeah, <laughs> it would have been the only problem happening there. Sandusky. Sandusky Loach. But yeah, no, I mean, this has been a fun episode for sure. I learned yeah, a lot. for sure. Yeah. We had to pay homage to China. We had to give them props for what they're doing. We, over there. we have to. Yeah. You cannot talk about coasters without mentioning China. Cause what it, they're it's doing on- is unbelievable. It would be like uh, thinking you're at the height of society in medieval Europe and like not recognizing like what's going on again in China or in like Persia or something. Right. Like, thinking, you know, the height of civilization is like Aachen when, you know, Beijing is a city of like 300,000 people or whatever. Right. And this word is tossed around a lot nowadays, especially now in this current time. The word mm-hmm. Lindy. China oh, yes. is the Lindy nation. Absolutely. They have been around forever. They will be around forever. Yes. Dominating. Yes. These coasters are not going away, folks. No. Uh, like, we, you know, ride them. You want to ride them. But unlike ones in America, which will eventually probably be scrapped to build barricades to keep away our many enemies we've made over our years through our imperial efforts, um, China will be having the thrills of a lifetime. By then, they will probably have the 500-foot uh, RMC T-Rex that everybody wants every American park to build. They'll have it already in China by the time, yeah, we are scrapping our coasters. Oh, yeah. Make sure you know that, people. All right? Mm-hmm. That's all we got to leave you on. Yep. Yeah. Go China. Go China. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, not really. Um, yeah, I think we covered it well. Uh, look out for, you know, future future apps uh, where we'll probably start bringing some guests through sometime soon. So uh, oh, yeah, especially the, the Coaster Chat Boys, if you're interested in coming on, and mm-hmm. especially if you've got a park you've been to recently or some rides to talk about, that would be even better. Yeah. Um, so let us know in the chat. Uh, uh-huh. And yeah, you know, get out there, get to the parks. They're oh open. yeah, no, I got to start planning my trips this summer. I live yeah. through some really nice parks and once one is actually pretty close to me. I got two that are decently close. So, mm-hmm. and I can also hit up SeaWorld in uh San Diego, I actually want to try that out. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they've got some... In the last few years, they put in a couple good coasters there, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah. It's like it's definitely only up and up, for sure. Mm-hmm. As long as SeaWorld doesn't go out of business, which apparently they might, but even yeah. then, I think someone might buy that land and keep the coasters operating, even if they close the, like, very sad orca and seal exhibits and shit. Exactly, yeah. I would see, like, Six Flags <laughs> taking over or something. Like, they can yeah, yeah. San Diego's, like, they're, they're, you know, it might, like... 
people forget San Diego exists all the time, but there are a lot of people down there. Um, and it probably is a lot of traffic to sit in to get all the way yeah. up to Magic Mountain or Knotts or something like yeah. that. So it makes it is, sense. Yeah, it is also the Boston of California. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It the is Boston the Boston of California. Yeah, it is a Boston-San Diego alliance. Mm-hmm. It will always be there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, next week we'll have a guest on. Not sure who will be yet, but... You know, look up for that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You'll have some guests. We always do. We always always do. (laughs) We always figure out a plan. Yeah, so here's to getting through an episode without uh, any connection issues or me fucking it up somehow. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, a solid hour. And we just hit an hour, so we're off the clock. Perfect. (laughs) Off the clock. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Until next time, guys, thank you for listening. And this has been Coach Peace out.